This is the Visionary Collective podcast, helping visionary, purpose-led entrepreneurs and leaders come together to activate their biggest visions and have the unshakable confidence to build a successful and fulfilling life and business that makes a difference in the world. I'm Lisa Mitchell, and I'll be sharing everything you need to create the foundations and growth to build your legacy. You know you are here to do something bigger as part of the Visionary Collective. Hi, and welcome to this episode. So today I want to talk about why alignment, not time, is your issue. So one of the challenges we have as visionary entrepreneurs is that we have a million ideas, right? We're always looking for new things to do. We're always moving forward. You know, we've always like got so many things going on in our brains. And so sometimes what that feels like is that we haven't got time, you know, oh, I'd love to do this, but I haven't got time, or I need to do this first, and then I'll do that thing. And we kind of tie ourselves up in knots because we're also generally not complete finishers. <laughs> so if you're a visionary entrepreneur like me, often we are not good complete finishers because we live in the energy, we live in the moment, we live in the creativity, we live in the innovation. And that makes starting from A and going to B and going to C and following it through to the end quite tricky. This is one of my personal ongoing challenges about being in business. How do I be consistent enough to create a brand and, you know, a following, a movement, which is what I'm really here to do, and also live by my creativity, keep myself aligned and passionate, make sure that I still feel excited about this business, you know, because I never want to be in a position where I'm having to force myself through stuff. I'm thinking, oh, I've committed to doing that today and I've got to do that. Because when you do that, I think you've kind of created yourself a job and I don't want a job. I want a passion. I want inspiration. I want to be able to live life my way. And so we often tell ourselves this story, whether you're in business or whether maybe you're in a job and you want to set up your own business, but you haven't done it yet, or you think, you know, you will set up a business, but you haven't done it yet because you've got young kids or, you know, only X is possible because you've got children or because you've got something else going on in your life. So we love as human beings to make time and money, big excuses and big issues. And it's almost like this collusion that we have as human beings, you know? Well, if I say I haven't got time, everyone's going to empathize with that because we're all short of time, aren't we? You know, we all say that all the time. And I'm very conscious of, you know, my thoughts and what I say and what that creates. And I hear myself sometimes like running around in this story in my head. Oh, well, I'm a single mom and, you know, I look after my daughter on my own and I've got this business and, you know, I have to get her to school and back and I want to do my fitness and, oh gosh, there's no time to do anything else. Anyone else resonate with that story? You know, insert in this place your own story, your own version of what I'm describing. Or I don't have the money. Yeah, I'll do that when I've got the money. I'll invest in that when I've got the money. I'll move that forward when I've got the money, right? So, and everybody empathizes. Yes, you shouldn't be um, careless with money or you shouldn't be too risky. And maybe you should build up that money first before you launch your business. Or, you know, maybe you haven't got time right now. You know, how will you manage? So, you know, I've heard that a lot in my life because I tend to make big, illogical leaps. And I'm sure that many of you who are listening to this episode also resonate with that. 
So, you know, an example is when I moved to Bournemouth, um, gosh, 18 months ago now that I moved here. I didn't know anybody. I was moving away from my daughter's dad, so he wouldn't be around, you know, on call. Not that he is anyway, but (laughs) if he was, he would not be on call. I moved to a school system that's kind of a bit more challenging logistically for various reasons, although amazing. I moved further away from London. So I'm now two hours on a train from London, so I can't pop in in London if I want to. I left my friends behind, so I didn't have so much support. So the the kind of like most constant thing that people said to me was, how will you manage? How is this going to work? And really what they were saying is, how are you going to bring up a child on your own with no friends around and run a business and make money and, you know, all of these things with no support? So you can feel what a strong reality that is. And if I had really bought into that reality, I wouldn't have moved. I've been like, you know, you're right. Here I've got support. Here I've got friends. Here we've got a school system that I understand. You know, I'm only an hour from London. So the move down here made no logical sense on any of those levels, logistically, practically, support-wise, any of those things, none of it made sense. And honestly, I had moments where I was like, I don't actually know how I'm going to make this work. Like, I really don't know. But when I say that, I'm not saying I'm worried I won't be able to. I'm saying I don't know. Like, this picture is not clear to me yet. And even if I tried to put those pieces in place before I came down, I don't think it would have been possible because I didn't really understand the reality I was stepping into. I knew it was the right thing to do. I knew with every cell of my being that it was the right thing to do. I did not know how it was going to work. And honestly, I couldn't have figured that out. It just wouldn't have been possible. So now I find myself in Bournemouth and we're living now in a place called Southbourne. So lo and behold, there's a bus that goes from Southbourne to the school. Amazing. So I don't have to do the school run every day, which actually really frees me up. I spend less time on the school run now, actually, than I did when I lived in my old life. I also have, as part of the Steiner School system and ethos, is all about community. So also, I have this amazing community around me, which means I have wonderful support around me. And actually, even before I joined the school, people were reaching out to me saying, oh, I hear you're coming down here on your own with your daughter. If you ever need help and support, just reach out. And I was just blown away. Now, I couldn't have predicted that. I couldn't have said that that's what would happen. I, I just had no awareness that that's what could be created here. And it absolutely has been created. And it's been a big lesson to me to ask for help. Financially, I'm actually earning more money now than I did before. Again, why is that? Because I'm happier. Because I live by the beach, you know, which makes me very happy. And also it kind of forced me to take the business virtual. Of course, that happened in lockdown anyway, but I wanted that to happen anyway. And I wanted that to go on going. I didn't want to be trekking into London all the time. And so actually it's enabled me to make, to you know, it's kind of forced me to make my business more virtual. And in that way, it's actually more efficient. You know, rather than spending, you know, an hour, two hours getting to a client and back again and doing all these things, I'm working from home. I leap on a call. My time is just that call. Then I'm on to the next thing. So I'm actually much more efficient than I was before. So time-wise, I've sort of gained time back. 
even though you would not have known that when I first started on this journey, and I'm also making more money because I'm more efficient, because I'm happier, because I have the support around me. So can you see as I'm talking through this example that time and money could easily have stopped me, but actually they both resolved themselves and they're never really the biggest issue because you will know and I know that when you feel passionately about something, when it's really, really important to you, you make it happen, don't you? You know, I'm currently running my business, looking after LRA, and I'm also doing a course. You know, I'm, I'm training in a new modality called Heart Healing. I did not have extra time, if you looked at my diary, to do this Heart Healing program. But it's super, super important to me. And I knew I wanted to bring a, a deeper level of healing into my work. And so, magically, I've kind of created this time. And I've just kind of worked with it and re-engineered it and found ways around it. And now I'm doing an extra thing. Well, practically, I didn't have that time. It wasn't like I was sitting on my bum watching TV three hours, four hours a day, you know, but I've made time to do this thing because it's really important to me. So time and money are never the issue. That's the number one thing I want you to take from this episode. Really, it's about alignment. And it's about alignment because it kind of works on different levels. So as I say, when you know you're passionate about something, you will make it happen, won't you? You will find the time for it. Even for me, you know, I've just started working with a new personal trainer, which I love. And I'm doing some martial arts. I'm doing some self-defense. I'm doing boxing. I'm doing lots of kind of strength training exercises. I absolutely love it. Now, that to me has become a non-negotiable in my week. Do I have time to do it? No, not really. But it fires me up. It gets me going. It gets my energy high. So, so often we prioritize the things that we think we have to do or are number one on the to-do list or most urgent. We don't prioritize based on things that actually bring us joy. And I have this conversation all the time with my clients. Oh, well, I don't do this because I don't have time. Really? But that thing is the thing that gives you energy. It aligns you. It makes you feel aligned and energetic and happy and joyful and passionate. So why wouldn't you make that the first thing you do? So this is all about alignment. So when you're aligned with something, when you really feel it, when you're passionate about it, time and money go out of the window. You know, excuses go out of the window. You could think of any kind of, you know, big, brilliant entrepreneur that you could name, somebody that you admire. It's not like, you know, as they say, they've only got 24 hours in the day. It's not that somebody gifted them, you know, stop time and gifted them an extra six months to create this thing. They just aligned behind it. And because they aligned behind it, they had the time and energy for it. You know, I'm writing a manifestation course at the moment, which I'm going to launch in a couple of weeks. And, you know, I've got all these post-its stuck up on a wall in, in a room in my house. And I just love it. And I wake up at four o'clock in the morning with all these ideas buzzing around my brain. It's been sitting with me for the last week or so. And I've really, you know, I've written that in probably a day. If I added up the different times I've done it, I've probably done it in a day. Now, I can tell you, I have been faffing around with that for quite a long time. And I just didn't have my energy lined up behind it. But as soon as my energy aligned, and there is a kind of like a divine timing in this as well, sometimes, although I don't want that to be an excuse, 
But as soon as I've lined up behind it, as soon as I started feeling it, I'm like, oh my God, I've got all the pieces. I can map it all out. I know exactly what it's going to look like. It feels super exciting to me. I really want to do it. So now nothing is going to get in my way. So can you feel what the difference is when I'm coming from a headspace of like, I'm going to map this out. Do I have time? Do I not have time? Okay. Is it irresponsible? Do I have the money to invest? All of those things will just pull your energy down. When you're aligned with something because it's a soul vision, because it's a big vision for you, or because it's something that you just know makes you feel amazing, then you are going to end up in a place of alignment. So I see alignment at different levels. So, you know, at the highest level, alignment is about being aligned with your big soul-led, purpose-led vision in the world, right? So, you know, when I connect the fact that I believe visionaries can change the world, will change the world, and I believe in revolutionizing how we live and work. And as soon as I connect to that, I'm like, oh my God, I get to work with these amazing people and these amazing organizations. And I can feel that vision. And, you know, what do I need to do next to really bring that vision to life? What's the next pieces for me? How do I need to challenge myself? How can I use the podcast? I want to create this group. You know, just, you know, you get in that beautiful, creative, innovative zone, which I just love being there. It just, yeah, it's just my jam. And I'm sure if you're listening to this and you're a visionary entrepreneur or a visionary leader in a business, you feel the same way, right? When you've got that firing, 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 it just feels amazing. So you want alignment at that level. And I talk a lot about being a tuning fork. So, you know, to get that alignment, you also have to kind of do a clearing exercise. So imagine you're setting off into the future But you have these things, these weights that are kind of pulling you back. And the weights are the unresolved kind of like beliefs and behaviors and traumas. And, oh, my God, am I good enough? Or can I do this? Or what if it all fails? Or it has to be perfect. Whatever your belief is, is like a tension. It's like an elastic band. So you stretch out forward and it pulls you back. So that alignment is about clarity with the vision. And it's about clearing the trauma and the pieces that hold you back so that you can resonate. You know, imagine that nice zing. You know, I think about my singing bowl that I bought in Nepal a few years ago, well, a long time ago, actually. But it has this resonance to the sound, you know, it has this beautiful resonant sound. And that's what I mean by alignment. It's like it just goes zing and it just aligns and you feel in resonance with the thing you're moving towards. So that's alignment at the biggest level, right? That you're connected to what I call a field of potential. You're really connected at that level. You're feeling it. You're excited. Your body is literally like when I'm aligned in that way, my fingertips tingle and I feel this sense of energy and excitement in my body. You know, I feel like, oh my God, I could take on the world to do this thing. And I'm just going to bloody do it. I don't know if it makes sense or if anyone's going to buy it, if it's going to make any money, it really doesn't matter to me at this point. I just know I have to do it. Can you feel the energy of that? Can you feel the alignment in that? That sense of kind of like, no matter what, I make a decision, it happens. And actually, as I'm writing my manifestation course, I'm really tuning into that. Like we make a decision, we make it happen, but it has to be a decision. You have to be aligned behind it. And as soon as you're aligned behind it, it will happen. And that's why time and money are not an issue. Because every time I've aligned behind it, and every time you've aligned behind something, somehow the pathway clears. 
it's like we kind of send a sound wave of energy out so that the pathway clears. I haven't had that image in my head before. Actually, that's interesting. So <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm always in flow in this podcast. So sometimes things happen. I'm like, oh, it's like a, a sound wave. It's like something that just clears the path as you go. And as we do that, the world changes. It kind of, we align the external circumstances. We align the external energy with what we're creating on the inside and everything kind of connects and flows together. So that's alignment at the biggest level. And we can also really help ourselves by doing things that keep us in that energy of alignment all the time. So I say for me, you know, I've talked about small acts of self-sabotage, right? Eating a croissant for breakfast is one of my like small acts of self-sabotage that I get into sometimes. So I know for me, and this has become more and more important as I become more and more conscious and energetically kind of attuned that I need to eat the right foods, I need to exercise, I need to drink a lot of water. And it's all like these little things that are help me in that tuning to being truly aligned. So for me, drinking water, exercising, not drinking caffeine, which is a big pull for me because I love the taste of coffee, but it really doesn't work for me. <laughs> being vegan, taking vitamins, all of those things, eating really healthy, nutritious food that I have cooked myself. So, you know, even when you look at things that purport to be healthy on the shelves are often not healthy, are they? They've got all sorts of crap in them. So doing my own cooking, you know, really resonating and vibing with that food, putting energy into the food, eating food that's really healthy and natural and has loads of colours and energy in it really raises my vibration. And when I don't do that, it lowers my vibration. So I want you to think about alignment kind of with a capital A and a small a. So capital A alignment is, you know, the big vision. I am aligned. I'm moving forward. I'm doing my thing in the world. What I call small A alignment is about, okay, what are all the little pieces that keep my energy high? And what does not? If you're having to force yourself through stuff, if you're having to go to a job that you hate every day, it's virtually impossible to line up with this thing you desire because energy is energy, right? So it's making those micro adjustments as well as the big adjustments. You know, I'm I'm a big leap off a cliff kind of person. So I will go through, through phases where I just go bugger it and I just leap off the cliff with no idea what's going to happen. Bournemouth was one of those moves, right? But I'm also very conscious nowadays of those micro adjustments because they make such a big difference. So how do I just flex this? How do I tweak it? How do I move a little bit so that I come back into attunement and alignment? What if I get triggered by something or somebody and it sends me off, right? How do I come back into alignment? How do I notice, number one, awareness? And then how do I get my energy back into alignment? And I might need to do some clearing and some you know, journaling or ranting or something to kind of clear that thing out of my system and then to come back into alignment. So the more you live your life from a place of alignment, actually the more icky it feels when you're not. And you become super sensitive. So the more you align consciously and energetically, the more the the sort of gap between aligned and misaligned is so subtle. You know, it might be two or three percent, but that two or three percent 
feels like oh horrible it's like what 30% would have felt before so making those micro steps moving towards your dreams bringing your vision to reality in some way so even if right now you're doing a job you don't love do something to bring your vision to life you know i used to work in marketing which i didn't love i didn't hate it but i didn't love it and i started training in reiki and massage and I started mentoring people in the workplace. I started like filling up my cup, aligning in these pieces. And also I realized now, and I didn't do this consciously, but, you know, I started training as a coach and that started to kind of seep into my day to day. So I started mentoring people more and coaching people more. And I I brought that coaching self into the workplace. And so again, I was aligning myself with that new vision all the time. I was still in my old job, but I was aligning myself with that future vision. I was living that future vision. I was already being a coach. And again, I talk about this a lot of kind of like, how do you start to bring into reality the thing that you want now? So before we moved to Bournemouth, we were actually living in Cookfield in various places and then in West Sussex and then living in Hove. We were in an Airbnb in Hove for a month, one summer. And I said to one of them, well, we're just going to live our beach lifestyle. We were walking distance to the beach. This is what we wanted to be. So even before we manifested this house, which is five minutes to the beach where we live now, we'd already done it. We'd already lived it. We'd already gone and lived in a place that was walking distance to the beach. We'd already kind of created it and manifested it. So thinking about how do I create this now? How do I get into the energy of it now? How do I move into alignment with this thing now? And you'll find that the more you do that, the more that vibration goes up and the more the other one sinks. And then you'll be really surprised what happens. So where we see people manifest things really quickly, you go, God, how did she do that in the six months? Or how did that suddenly change? It's because time is not the issue. Alignment is the issue. And so if I want something and it's not coming to play and I'm thinking, oh, that's weird. I kind of, I know it's for me and it's not here yet. My question isn't about time or effort. It's about alignment. Where am I not aligned with this thing that I want? Where am I blocking it? Where's my resonance not quite on par with this thing that I'm pulling into my life? What would I do to shift more into alignment with this piece that I'm, you know, I'm shifting through and I'm calling in? So often what happens is people want something and they think they're aligned with it and it doesn't happen. And then they get frustrated. Like, I've been saying my affirmations every day and I've done my vision board and I still haven't got it, you know? Okay, go back, be curious. Where is it not aligned? Because as soon as it lines up, it will appear. It will come to being. And, you know, I'm sure we've all experienced that. When you go into like synchronicities that have happened in your life, things have just popped in that you think, oh, that's weird. I was just thinking about that. And then it pops. And sometimes that happens more easily with smaller things than bigger things because we're less attached. You know, we've got less resistance. And so the smaller things flow in more easily. But honestly, when you're aligned with the big things, you can really bring that in. You can allow it to flow through. So alignment is the key, you know, and say, think big A alignment, big vision picture, small A alignment. How do I bring this into alignment and being right now? And I would love to know your thoughts on this. I'd love to know stories about when you've lined up with something that's just happened. And then the last thought I want to leave you with is, 
if you've done it with anything, you can do it with everything. So you do know how to do this. It's just that you stop yourself doing it all the time. So I want to kind of be able to get into momentum and action and just have this like alignment and manifestation just be something that flows all the time. That it's just aligned with me. That it's just like almost like, oh, it happened again. <laughs> you know, and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And that's what you see when you connect with your you know, the people you admire, your mentors, you you know, people that you see in the world that seem to create things super quickly. It's because they have that sense of alignment energetically with where they're going and the certainty and clarity about where they're going. And they've done enough of the inner work to get them there. They don't have to be perfect, but they have to have done enough of the inner work to be aligned to the thing that they want. So I hope this is helpful. I'm sorry if I've just taken away your excuses. of time and money. Sorry, not buying it. It can happen. So if you want something, work out how to align with it. Once you align with it, it will happen. I promise you. And if you want to practice this, I'm creating an about to launch a manifestation live. It will be a live experience for a month, which I am so excited about. So do come and, you know, check out my profiles on social media, join the Facebook group, the Visionary Collective, you know, start to connect with me in other places so that when this course comes out, which I think will be in the next few weeks, I'm just feeling into the alignment of it. <laughs> then it's a great place to come and play with this sense of alignment. And I'm going to be giving so much value and tips in that. It's going to be a really life-changing experience for my mum. So do come in and interact with me there if you feel like you want to really tune this alignment and become that tuning fork. I cannot wait to hear what happens for you when you do. Thank you for listening to the Visionary Collective Podcast with Lisa Mitchell. If you want to be part of this exciting, bigger movement, come and join other amazing visionary purpose-led entrepreneurs in my free Facebook group, The Visionary Collective.